Well, howdy. Welcome to the Raised by Whoops Fake Radio Show. This is Andrew, one of two people who host this program. The other guy is in Canada. His name is Glenn. He's great. I think I've said this before, but Canadians are often great because they're made out of Canadian people. And Glenn's one of those. Drinks, you know, coffee, likes hockey and baseball and music. He talked to some great musicians recently. I've really enjoyed those episodes. If you want to go back and listen to them, they're on the website. We're on Spotify, Apple, and obviously wherever you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, if you want to check some of those out, they're good. They're fun. He talks about all kinds of interesting topics with people who are interested in expressing themselves through the, the strange power of music. And I got a I got a guest today. I'm not telling you a story. I'm, I'm talking to a person. Her name is Topaz Wells. She and I met at a um, at a school that I go to called Voice One. She's an interesting lady. I knew like maybe three things about her when um, when I asked her to do this do this recording with me. I knew that she has a great voice. I knew that she um, likes voiceover and that she was a Buddhist. Those three things I knew. Everything else you're gonna learn, I did not know. And uh, I really liked talking to her. She's a very funny, very lively human being. And uh, she also has her own show. It's called Pizzazz with Topaz. Right? What a great name. Pizzazz with a whole bunch of Zs. Topaz with just the right number of Zs. Uh, I want you to check it out. I put a link on our website to the uh, the place where she releases that it's with a group called Numospect Media, N U M O S P E C T Media, yeah, N U M O S P E C T Media. dot com. Yeah, pizzazz with Topaz. Check it out. I'm not entirely sure what Numospect Media is. It's like a creator lab. You can be part of a team of creators. I don't. I mean that. It's like one of those things that. Um, and I don't mean to disparage this group. I'm sure they're excellent, but it's kind of a very, um, if you're not from the Bay area, it's kind of a Bay area, Bay area thing to like put words together that no one else in the country might know what they mean. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what a creator lab is or what their community does, but I'm sure it's great. And I'm sure it's, it's wonderful. I just have been a little busy and haven't really like dialed into it. Um, and I'm a slow joiner, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's great. How about that for a lukewarm, tepid endorsement of a thing that I'm actually happy exists? What am I trying to say? Pizzazz, with like four Z's in it, uh, with Topaz, is uh, is the show that she hosts. And, and, and Pizzazz, sorry. And Topaz, the host, is my guest, and she's cool. We had a great time. We talked about meditation, chanting, Buddhism, uh, astrology whole bunch of shit that I know nothing about and a few things that I know a little bit about uh, talking into microphones enjoying radio and music yeah she's cool I hope you enjoy it uh, I'm gonna tell you a couple other things and then I'll get right to it first if you know me you are I'm sure you've gotten some sort of message from me saying hey I wrote a book but uh, if you don't know me I'll tell you hey I wrote a book it's called the moron at the end of this book Short stories from a life well lived. It is a collection of short stories. Some of them are funny. Some of them are sad. All of them are pretty much true. I think there's some fiction in there. A little bit of fiction. And then there's just garbled, fucked up memory. You know, that's an unreliable thing. Anyway, it's a book. And uh, people say they're enjoying it. I've gotten some reviews. That's great. I'll take more. I really want to, uh, at a bare minimum, maybe make some of the cost of producing a book. If you don't know, self-publishing a book is it's expensive. And I still haven't recorded the audiobook. I still got to do that. That's going to happen soon. I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, just there's a lot of expense involved. So I'd like to sell enough books to where I'm not like deep in the red on this deal, which, you know, technically I am. Even though, I mean, how deep in the red are you on like food. You got to have food, right? You're not considering yourself in debt for food. You just, that's the cost of doing business. I kind of feel that way about having written this book. It's something I just have always, always, always wanted to do. 
and uh, yeah, so I've done it. So how in the red am I? I don't know. Enough to where I'm like kind of concerned <laughs> that I should sell more copies. And having reviews on Amazon is a good way to do it. So if you go to moronbook.com, spelled exactly like you think it would be unless you are in fact a moron, in which case it's M-O-R-O-N book.com. Go there. You can buy a copy. And uh, yeah, that would help me out if you just said what you thought about it, especially if you have kind and nice thoughts about it. That's it. That's all I want to tell you. I wrote a book, and I'm selling it at moronbook.com. This is Topaz Wells, my guest and uh, and new digital friend. What's crazy, I will say one more thing. I didn't realize she was, she just lives down the road from me, and we did a Zoom thing. I hate Zoom, but I just, I wanted to be accommodating. I thought maybe she lives somewhere else. No, she lives so close to me, I can't believe. I was not in a hurry to talk to her. We should have, uh, maybe we'll do it again, but damn. So yeah, Zoom. I don't like Zoom. The audio quality is not great. And uh, I apologize for that because I do care about your ears. I want you to have a, a pleasant experience listening to this fake radio show. If uh, for some reason you're not, send me a note. Tell me what you think. It's um, rbwpod.com. Giving you all these fucking websites. I apologize. But yeah, you can send me a note at our website, raisedbywhoops.com or rbwpod.com. And tell me what you think. All right, enough of me. Here comes our pal, Topaz Wells. Until next time, adios. Pizzazz with Topaz. Okay, of I course. Got, I got so many questions for you. Oh, work it. I didn't write any of them down. They're all kind okay. Of just to let you know, I have a sense of humor. I am not like an introverted librarian. Good. <laughs> I'm. I'm also not a librarian. I am a little bit more introverted, but I, okay, I, I'm not. I'm down with the sense of humor. You're a Pisces, it. so yeah. Am I? Oh, I think I'm a Taurus. I'm. Oh, uh, what's the day? May first. I just had a birthday. Oh, you're a Taurus. Oh. Yeah. Can we can we keep going, or do we have yeah. to stop? <laughs> Yeah, we could keep going. All right, all right. So wait, what are you? What's what's your sign? I'm a Sagittarius with Leo rising, Virgo moon. Okay. I'm double fire. Double fire. All right. Aries, I mean, Sag and Leo and Aries is fire. So I'm Sag with Leo rising. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to trust you because I don't know. You could tell me anything <laughs> right now. Okay. I'll literally say you're a combination of any planets. And I'll just believe you. Okay. Well, um. I got the impression when I first met you, uh, was it like about a month ago, that you are kind of a fiery character. Yes, I am. You walked into that class. First, before you even got there, uh, they were calling roll, and they are like, oh, uh, Topaz isn't here. I was like, Topaz? Sally said that? Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, Topaz yeah. isn't here yet. I was like, man, does anyone else feel like they got shortchanged in life by getting like a regular-ass name? Like, you got <laughs> named Topaz. Like, that's so much cooler. But you know, what's interesting about that name is that um, my dad told me before he passed, a while before he passed, um, he told me not to say anything, but I'm saying it. And I'm going to go to the court in the next couple of weeks. But he said that my mom and him argued about the middle name. So my mom wanted to be Teresa after St. Teresa. And my dad was like, I don't think so. He said, what about Topaz, her birthstone? So they went back and forth, back and forth. So he said, Topaz is the name he wanted me to have, wow. and he never wanted to tell me. So, wow. I, I, I'm not a Saint Teresa. Sorry. So fair enough. I don't think. Ah! I don't so think... I may put Teresa Topaz in it, but I'm yeah. I want Topaz straight up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you've embodied it. You seem like a Topaz to me. I was buying it. Okay. I don't yeah. look like a Karen. No, or <laughs> Teresa. Teresa. I don't think Teresa was a St. Teresa. You know what I mean? That's no, just a, no, just no. Just yeah, say no. It's a good story, but you don't yeah. need it. Well, all right. So you're a Topaz by birth and by choice, which is double cool. Um, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I'm from um, here, from Marin. You're from Marin? Yeah. Oh, where, where do you live? Centerville. Oh, you do? Well, damn, we're just around the corner. 
I know. What are we doing this on Zoom for? Because I <laughs> just got home and I had so, all the shit to do today. Cool. It's fine. it's fine. I've been like on tour all day. So I had yeah. to take my mom to the lab. It was just a lot. So. That's a day. I get it. I get it. Well, I'm glad you at least made time for this. That's cool. All right. Yeah, so, I needed this. Every time I use my voice, it, it's like a um, healing mechanism. Whenever I lose my use my voice, and my determination is to have a commercial on television with my voice. That's my goal. Well, I I'm think you serious. You could achieve that for sure. You got a cool voice. Thank you. Heard, so do you. Well, thanks. I, I heard you read, and you've got like a cool delivery because you know, like the tone of your voice is one thing, right? You know, that's just whatever. Right. It's, it's amazing, really, when you think about what a voice is, but the way you use it, and like the way you, in particular, read. I thought it was oh, cool. Oh, thank you. That's what my man says. My man king. Your man he king? loves my voice. Yeah. Loves it. So, That's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. Thank you. Well, my mom was an opera singer. She has a high oh. C soprano. Her voice is like a, it's a diamond. And my wow. dad had the deep voice, which I have. He's the alto. Yeah. So I'm glad I had the deep voice. When I was younger, I was like, I don't want to have a deep voice. I want to have a high voice. Like my mother. <laughs> As I got older, it's like work that low voice. Okay? Yeah, get that, get that. No, I had a high ass voice as a kid. I think. Did you? Most, oh what yeah. What did you I, do? When I was little, I mean, I went through puberty. That'll do it. But yeah, people would call my house, and they'd be like, "Hey, uh, Colleen, my, my sister Colleen." I'd answer like, "Hello," and they're like, "Hey, Colleen." What blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, "This is Ooh. this is Andrew." As in Colleen, I always thought I was. Well, you know, sister. that's what they do when I call like. You know, um, businesses and handling stuff over the phone. Um, they they like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, hold up. I am all woman. I am not a sir. Don't sir me. <laughs> you better take that sir somewhere else. That's great. That's great. So yeah, so yeah, you, yeah you'll be doing commercials. You can do kind of you can do all kind of stuff with your voice. I just want to get busy and do it. But the thing is, is I, every day there's. I don't know if it's a money thing, but voice one is like, we have this class. We have this class. I don't have that kind of money. We have this class for this class. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm advanced and I'm trying to hurry up and get out of there. There's so. no getting out. I mean, the, the getting out is when you're just ready to do your thing. I'm ready I, to get out because I can't spend I any more money. I want to make money. Yeah, they're in, they're in business. You know, it's a business. Yeah. And that's you, know, you just got to remember that that's a business. But it's so different from when I first started Voice One. They weren't doing all this technology and letting you know what classes. Yeah. So, I, you know, they're upgrading, too. So I guess yeah. they got to pay for the cost. So. Boy, can you imagine how expensive that spot is? Pay for the cost to be the boss. That's, that's what right. James Brown said. That's right. <laughs> so just in case people don't know, we're talking about a school that's located in San Francisco that teaches people how to do voiceover work, uh, commercials, narrations, video games characters and they've got in the financial district this badass spot on like the i know isn't that just like unique i love it it's such a cool spot yeah. and it's just around the corner from one of my favorite restaurants the house of nanking oh really is it oh, good oh, i'm gonna man. have to go there chinese food. is it chinese yeah yeah it's like um they got these crazy onion pancakes and they do this lotus blossom tea and every damn thing they make is awesome okay are they expensive uh, I mean, it's San Francisco, so it, but it's not okay. like you're going to some super nice place, you know. It's not like the House of Prime Rib. No, 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 no. That place is so good. I've never been there, but I. I, would I was going to go place. the day I saw you, but they said they're booked two weeks, and oh, um, I could come and wait to get a table. But I'm like, that's okay. They yeah. said you could sit at the bar. Yeah, I'll be halfway tore up by the time I get a table. <laughs> Well, you're you're fancier than me. I just ended up with a slice of pizza. Oh, that's good. From where? Yeah. Not Domino's, I hope. No, hell no. It just there's like a little, you know, you're right next to Little Italy over there. Oh, okay. Slice. Okay, so you want to do the voiceover? You're working hard at it. What do you do currently? What's your currently? Um, I am trying to be consistently. I'm online with um, Yellow Brick Music Essentials. Um, I just finished a music internship with Breaker Nation, which is an app. And I promoted um, artists, um, new artists, up and coming artists, and um, have being on a team, a promotional team to promote them. Oh, that's cool. So that was a learning experience. And then they asked me to do it again. So the 
um, the artists that I, you know, encountered and conversed with, I would do an interview session with them. And I don't know if you heard Pizazz with Topaz when I interviewed Venus. Yeah. And then I interviewed Coco, Coco Jones. And they're both doing really good. They just. um, What a singer Venus is. I know. Oh, what a and voice. So they're doing really good. Um, I cool. saw on Instagram that they're both just dropped down a, a single. Nice. Yeah. So I did that. And before that, I um, went and got my BA at San Francisco State. Before that was AA at College of Marin. So I did it back to back. Okay. And that was an experience. Um, yeah. Um, during the pandemic, um, when the p- pandemic first started, um, I was on the bus and I was like, there is not a pandemic. And so when they said, um, I remember the Muni bus was going around by the Golden Gate Bridge and that's where I transferred from the bus. And they said it was a pandemic. So the next morning I woke up and they said that don't come to school and that we were going to have to be online. And I was like, you've got to, I like traveling to the city on the bus, being in the studio at the um, Becca. It was, I was on the Becca program, Broadcast Electronics Communication Arts. That's cool. And um, so we had to study from home and we didn't have a graduation until last year. Oh, I graduated cool. in 2020. Yeah. And so they actually had a ceremony. ceremony and it That's was cool. it was a lot. So yeah. Yeah. So, right, so and before that, I worked at a radio station, KFOL KMBR, mm-hmm. for 15 years as a receptionist. Okay. And, and I, they would let you, you know, get on was, every once in a while and, and yeah, have some on spots. with Gary and uh a lot of people had me on doing my laugh and just being funny and <laughs> it was fun i really loved it but when they laid me off it was like the world stopped they were so they all needed therapy mm. because i was the life of the party when you get off the elevator mm. they called me special k so. special k and they still call me that i was like i don't work there anymore i am not special k I'm anymore not just special k anymore uh, what's killing me about the zoom thing is that it's cutting off your laugh you know how like Zoom does that thing when you when you make um like if you get a little loud it like clips out and you don't hear anything. Why does it do that? Ah uh, man, I did I, I not laugh? It's that uh, maybe maybe you're not laughing. Maybe it looks like you're laughing and you're just holding it back. No, it's some Zoom thing. I don't know how that works. Oh, okay. It's a setting. I don't I don't get it. The, okay. Zoom is new to me, so I didn't do Zoom at all during the pandemic. I didn't start doing you Zoom. No, I. I I'm a handyman. I build stuff. I fix things. I don't. You build houses and shit. I can. Ooh, I I can cuss. Oh, you can cuss. It's cool. Okay. You be yourself, man. You're you're at home. You're in your own house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm a guest in you. yours. But yeah, I just I build and fix things, and uh, it really I was really lucky, man. The pan- pandemic didn't change too much for me. Really? I mean, well, I I shouldn't say. Did that you get COVID? No, I still haven't. I Not did. Good. You did earlier? It blew my mind. In February 17th, I had it. Oh, shit. And I could not believe I had it because for the three days, my nose kept running. I'm like, I didn't have no garlic. What's going on? And then I took a test. I was so mad because I'm I'm on the go. And I couldn't. And when I woke up and I'm a Buddhist of 40 years, I didn't want to chant. I didn't want to eat. I was like, what is going on? So, yeah, it was an experience. You but go that. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, it's I'm cool. Excited. You got that this year or in 2020? You got it this year. You got it this year. Damn it. it yeah. I, you know, it's one my of my boyfriend like, hasn't had it at all. He works around kids every day. Wow. Yeah. See, it's a weird, it's a weird ass thing because you don't know when, you know, some people that by all means should have had it do all kinds of risky shit and they're, you know, around people constantly. They never get it. And then some people I know, are super some people have it and don't know they have it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I have it. I don't think I've gotten it. Um, we were in um we were in Nicaragua when we first well, first I heard about it, we were in Guatemala. I was like, man, there's this weird thing going on in China. I kept telling my wife about it. For whatever reason, my Google news alerts knows that I'm like interested in stuff like that. So I was getting that news real early. Wow. And uh, and then you know, I was like, man, this is getting worse. I'm hearing more and more about it. And then, like, when we were in Nicaragua, we both got really sick. Like, I couldn't smell or taste. Oh, I had this terrible no. headache. I felt like shit. But then it was gone in, like, two days. And then she had Was it. that COVID, do you think? 
I don't know. It was real early. It was real, real early. But there were international people around us, you know, from all over the world. So maybe you had it already. Who knows? Who knows? But then we started getting all these letters from like or emails and things from the State Department because we were in Costa Rica. We we actually were on a long driving journey in our van, and we were planning on heading to Panama um, and storing our vehicle and coming home. But then they closed all the borders. And they were like, you got to get your ass home now. Like, we don't know if we're going to be able to get you. If you don't leave now, we can't guarantee that you're going to get home. You might have to just live in Costa Rica until this is over. Mm -hmm. That didn't sound so bad, but, you know, we both had kind of planned on working for a little bit. And anyway, we came back to the States to just work, and we didn't know what was going to happen. We ended up being here. We ended up canceling our trip. We didn't go back. We never went back. I had to ship the van back to the States. So I guess it did change quite a bit for me, but... Yeah, it's been such a weird time. You kind of forget I know. how it's much just, time has passed. It's just, the time is just weird right now. Yeah. Just a lot of stuff that's going on. I don't even like listening to the news too much. No, it's, it's you know, the, the news is a weird thing. It's like a different kind of, it's a different TV show. Yeah, it's like they're, they want people to suffer. And I mean, it's just, the first thing you hear is negativity. You yeah. don't hear like, how's your day? Are you winning or are you happy? Yeah. You don't hear that kind of stuff. You know why? Because people don't stay tuned in for that. They're like, okay, everything's fine. Click. You know, if things are fucked up. That attracts. Just... I learned that in school. Yeah. yeah. That attracts. You got to keep the listeners on point. Like, for real? Yeah. The yeah. whole thing is like, you, you want them to buy more Snickers bars and, and new cars and different kinds of beer. The only way to tell them about it is to have them looking at a thing or listening to the radio or you know, whatever. So the more outraged, the more tense you keep them, the right. more shit you can sell yeah. them. Anyway, we're, we're not going to fix that. Just me and you. Okay. So you came to, you came to voice one and a kind of more creative style of life after a big upheaval in your life. Sounds yeah. Like I was younger then too. I've been in voice one off and on. So, mm-hmm. um, I just, uh, for a minute I was on just, class, 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 but then it's like, wait a minute, I, you know, I don't have that kind of money right now. I got to take care of my dad, uh-huh. um, who I miss deeply, but um, I've been off and on, so that's why I worked up to be advanced, which is good, and Sally just loves my voice, and I, and she wants me to, um, I want to get busy, like I just said, Yeah. but yeah, I wasn't really, I just knew that I could, when I was at the radio station, they used to tell me, you should try doing voiceovers. And that's what really motivated me being at the radio station and hearing all the people that were in-house doing commercials. So, yeah. yeah. It's really all you need to, you just need to hear it from maybe one or two people and then you're hooked. Because it sounds like it's such a compelling way to make a living. It seems so easy, right? If you just say it on paper, like, oh, you just read stuff for a living. It seems easy to me. But once you get into it, it's like, there's so much shit to remember. And I know. These... And it's like when I was in the booth, she was like, remember the hidden frame? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Frame and hit and skip right. and walk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Pivot and all that. So yeah, no, it's a it's a whole world of stuff. But so you you've come to a, more of a creative thing. You're promoting music, you're doing it sounds like you've made kind of a shift. Yeah. In your life since the pandemic and since losing the other gig. How's right. that working? How are you feeling about that? You well, feeling... I just want to be more on point with doing like I wanted to go tomorrow, but I got to do something for my mother in the morning. That's um, that's helping for the caregivers to it's just a lot. They need a representative. I need to sign this paper. And mm-hmm. so I have to do that. But um, I'm going to keep breaking through either way. So, well, I mean, more than just like the the day to day you know, taking classes, but I'm, I'm more interested in like, you know, you're pursuing a very different kind of thing, right? I mean, it's not just, I don't feel like you're just after business. I mean, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but you seem kind of more soulful than that. Like you have another kind of pursuit in mind, like you're after something more. Well, I'd like to have a talk show. I really would. I'd like to be more consistent with Mm -hmm. doing the podcast, but I, I need like an assistant because Mm -hmm. the, as far as like the, the web page I don't have yet. And I'm not a computer savvy person. Sure. I need somebody to assist me to actually get it going. Right. And I'd like to do it maybe twice for starters, maybe 
once a week or maybe every two weeks or something like that. How often do you do it? As often as I can. Um, we try, uh, I've got a, so I have a partner in this now. Um, my previous podcast, I didn't, I just, I knew nothing about it. I'd only been listening to podcasts for like six months. Wow. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take this trip. Maybe I'll start one. And that's just, I just use the internet to figure out how to do it. But now I have a partner and that kind of takes some of the load off because he does some and I do some and it's, and there's the formats real relaxed. You know, I can just, oh, okay. I like to write so I can write and tell stories or I can interview someone or nothing. I love to interview. That's my forte. You know what? I use it as like an excuse to meet people and have conversations. Yeah. Because like I don't go to bars. I don't hang out with people. I don't really have like a lot of friends that I go spend time with. And that sounds worse than it is. But I'd prefer to sit down with someone and just have like an in-depth conversation. One on one. Yeah. And to be able to record it and share it is pretty cool. I like right. that a lot. Yeah. But so you're, um, you want to do this, but there's aspects of it that you, you're not crazy about. Like, I mean, that, that whole voiceover thing is all technical, right? I oh, mean, I see the recording right here in the corner. There you go. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be down here. Uh, okay, know. yeah. Um, yeah, you know what, what I mean? Like, question? <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like, the you know, your, your interest in doing a talk show or having something like that going on is, it's a, it's more than just like, hey, hey, look at me, I'm Topaz, check me out. <laughs> it's you expressing your curiosity, like. Hey, look at this yeah. person. Check them out. Like you're promoting right. uh, those the singers you were talking about and doing that. Right. I really yeah. enjoyed um, creating the questions that I had. Mm -hmm. It just, it intensifies. And I like watching shows of interview like Jimmy Fallon. I love yeah. him. You love but Jimmy. I like watching talk shows. And I, you know, in the morning are good ones, but I can't do it. So I just decided to record them as of yesterday. Nice. So, but... Um, I don't watch TV during the day, but I would love to re to interview and just the art of it, my personality and making people happy, make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And then it also would be my interest. Like I want to inter interview Zodiac signs. I want to interview uh, astrologers yeah, of that nature. And also like people that own record labels, like, you know, like the president of, of Verve Records or whatever yeah. record company i would uh, love to do that just people that have um positions that fascinate me yeah yeah that's the whole thing i mean that like to be able to meet people who are at the top of their game or really like hone their craft and know something that most people don't right. or they have like a i've got a friend who was a record producer for a long time uh, wow. and did really well like from the 60s into like the nine late 90s and uh now I've talked to him about that, like being able to take agency over somebody else's creative thing. Like there's a singer and you're like, Hey, if you could just change this phrase and hold that note and then do a staccato thing right here, you know? And like, yeah. it's like what you're talking about, wanting a partner or an assistant, you know, somebody who's like, okay, you just, you be brilliant, but take some direction here. And they, do they together, have people they that cool. do that? Oh yeah. Like, but you have to pay them, right? Well, Yeah. <laughs> You know, a lot of times a producer, I mean, they're, boy, they're invested in you. you know? Are they, is it expensive? To have a producer or to have an assistant to do? Well, I have a producer at Numo Spec, but I don't know about that. Um, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, there's, you ever, you ever used Fiverr? You know about Fiverr? Mm -hmm. F-I-V-E-R-R.com? Mm -hmm. Boy, you should write that down. You can find all kinds of stuff. So I just did this. I wrote a book. And uh, I found a guy to help me make the cover. Uh, I found a guy to do some like um, kind of not proofreading, but deep editing of some of the stories. Um, I found somebody to format the book. book. Wow. And it, a lot of times it's people who live in another country where the currency rate is real favorable. So, our, you know, the U.S. dollar is worth a lot more in that country than it is here. So it's a good really? deal for me. I, I spend less money and they make more money even though they're not charging nearly what it would cost to pay somebody here. But it's, it's legit though? Oh, it's legit. Yeah. I mean, you can find some people who are not great, you know, they're not great at it, but you can also find some people who are excellent. And, and it's Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R? R, two R's at the end. Yeah, okay. Fiverr. But yeah, I mean, having somebody, what it sounds like to me you need is a partner. 
you know, more than an assistant, somebody who's invested in it with you. So like a producer of a record is invested in it with the artist. The artist. You know what I mean? It's not like just, here's my thing, you make it awesome. It's like, hey, here's this thing that we can do together. Let's make it awesome together, you know? So it's, That's it's a, a way to idea. think. It's a way to think about it. Let me, let me ask it you this. It would definitely have to be somebody I'm compatible with. And oh yeah. yeah, that's a big part of it. I mean, that's that's not always easy, especially when you're if you have like real strong opinions about creative stuff and people yeah. get real like in, you know tied up in their own ideas. But okay, so you were telling me you're a Buddhist. Yes, Nichiren Daishonin Buddhism. You ever seen the movie? Um, What's love got to do with it? Yeah, yeah. When they were chanting in there. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I've been doing it for 40 years, not from the movie, right. um, way before the movie. And one of my girlfriends turned me on to it, and um, she had already been chanting. And she kept saying, you could change your destiny. And I was growing up in a family, my parents argued 24-7. Mm -hmm. And my mom was very controlling. She wore the pants, and um, they just argued a lot. It just, it was, and I didn't want to be like that. I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue. I don't like arguing. I don't like the word argue. No. So I chanted for that and I changed my, I'm changing my destiny definitely because me and my man do not argue. I, we might have uh, discussions, but it's yeah. not the arguing that I grew, that up, grew with. up with. Yeah. Well, God, so anyway, fast forward, um, I, um, been chanting that long and this practice is um i received a gohon zone which is a scroll that we chant through it's a mandala and have an altar and everything and um, we chant to that um morning and evening and i chant three to four hours a day three to four hours a day um because i have a lot going on and i i like the way i feel when i'm doing it because i what i'm going through right now i could be sucked in like that yeah. But um, chanting keeps your life condition high. You no know, depression. Um, it's very mystical. Um, it's a great makeover because when right. you chant a lot, you're chanting all that shit out of your system yeah. as far as the anger, the depression, and you you look younger. As a matter of fact, Amazing. but um, yeah, I we chant morning and evening. We do it. Um, I chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, mm -hmm. and we I'm a district leader. And um, we, um, I have a district in this area, and there's districts in 192 countries. They uh -huh. chant. So, and it's sgiusa.org. Sgiusa.org. Okay. Yeah. I'll put up a link on the on the show. Okay. So yeah. what? But I love it. It was just it was a friend saying, "Hey, this is cool. You should try it." And that was all yeah. it took. Yeah. She kept saying it, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, I will." That's um, but cool. she um passed away. But um, I've been doing it, and I haven't stopped. I don't plan on stopping. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like you should. Yeah, three three to four hours a day. So like an hour and a half in the morning. No, honey, I do all three all at once. I do all three at once because um later on in the day, I you know I gotta have my time too. Right. Um, I may do half an hour, forty five minutes. It depends. So. Okay. Wow. So you sit, well, you just sit in your room and you're in front of your altar mm -hmm. for, for three hours. In my living room. Yeah. Get up first thing in the morning. Like what? That's what I do. Wow. Where I leave my house. That's what I do. That's so, so fascinating. I mean, it's not like I have a job to be at an eight to five. When I was going to school, I was getting up at 430. Yeah. But I wasn't doing three hours. I was doing maybe two, um, mm -hmm. two hours before I go to school or do an hour and then do an hour when I come. But it wasn't working because I had homework. So right. it's like, get it done in the morning and then I could you know, yeah. do it in the evening. Uh, That's incredible. You're like yeah. my wife, man. She gets up at four o'clock in the morning and starts exercising like right away. It, it blows my mind. I, I heard that. I have to go to the gym every day. If I don't go to the gym, I'm walking. Um, and I can't be in the sun. So I've been walking the mall or in the shade. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have to work out. It's you just do. mandatory. Well, you're busy. Yeah. And you're talking about wanting to get busier. Well, how are you gonna? Yeah, I do. Where's all this time going to come from? It'll come. Yeah. It's it's happening right now. So that's cool. I mean, you know, my dad was alive. It was a lot of I didn't have time for me because it was more my mom, she's not really in need of a lot because she has the caregiver too. But my dad was like every day, I want some chicken. I want some this. I want this. Right. 
And it was it was a lot. And yeah. then when he started declining, I just kept trying to go there more and and stuff. So, but I know he's happy in a better place. I am so relieved. Yeah, that he's. I miss him, but he's in a better place. So that's the game, right? I mean, that's the that's the whole thing we're playing. Let me ask you about your Buddhism, because I, I don't have a. I mean, I grew up Catholic. I don't have a spiritual tradition or like a thing that I, I follow. Is is the is your Buddhism? Is there a? And I know you're saying it's a mystical thing, but is there a spiritual component? Is there something like that you ascribe to or that you believe in? Like, can you tell me what the chanting means? What? what... I'm sure. Um, well, first of all, we have a um publication we get every month. It's called Living Buddhism. Okay. I'm acting like I'm on TV. Yeah. Um, it's called Living <laughs> Buddhism. <laughs> okay. And um, it's um, and we also get a a a, a newspaper. It's a World Tribune. And Nam means devotion. Myoho is the mystic law. Renge is the lotus flower because the lotus flower grows in a dirty swamp, but it's a beautiful flower eradicating all the negativity. So a beautiful flower like that, just eradicating negativity. And then Kyo is vibration of the universe, simultaneity of cause and effect, being in the right place at the right time is what that is. And um, you could build... Nami Renge Kill, you build your life condition. Um, it's just the more um, vintage I've gotten into the practice, the more I'm so glad that I'm seriously in it. Mm. I'm in it to win it. So, and when you're yeah. chanting, are you chanting at like a conversational volume? Are you chanting quietly or how? What's the volume? You there? chant out loud. Nam yo Nam Nam And we have. Tozos. Well, we've been um, since the pandemic. We've been doing our meetings online mm -hmm. for three years um, for the pandemic. But we have district meeting and study meetings, and they're they're based out of this um, publications. Uh, they have for the study meeting, and for instance, I had a study meeting last night, and the topic was living the noblest life possible as a human being. Wow. So in the meeting, we do. Um, we have an MC. We do um, introduction of guests. Then we do explanation of Namya Renge Kyo if we have guests. And then we do an experience. And then we read the um, president of the organization. He has written just about everything we read um, and read his daily guidance. So I read that. We read that. We have people that do different things. And then we have the study topic. And we there's a few questions after and then everybody puts in and answers it. So that's what it is. And our prayers that we do, which is Gangyo morning and evening, they're in, um, excuse me, they're in uh, Japanese. And this is called the Gangyo book. It says the Liturgy of Soka Gakkai. Soka Gakkai International is the name of the organization. So this is done all in Japanese. I don't know if you could see it, but it's in Japanese. Okay. And wow. we do, I know how to say it without looking at the book. But um, for instance, the first part is So, and in the back of the book, they have. Um, explain what it is it's like a story um when you read this so and we do that and then after that you chant as much as you want and so i just get off on it because i just yeah. love to chant and i'm a sagittarius and sagittarius has um a high spirituality zone so i'm in yeah. that zone baby you're in that zone <laughs> <laughs> you're in the zone you're in the zone yes so, all right so you got uh a mixture of astrology and Buddhism and a daily practice of extreme vocal exercise. And no wonder you got a, a rich voice. Yeah. I mean, you talk without ceasing for three hours a day. That's amazing. Yeah, I love my voice. I, I really do. And nice. at least I... I have a voice where I really patient because I got a man. I don't need to have a voice and don't have a man. That'd be tore up. 
Oh shit. That's awesome. And he just loves my voice. And wait, I'm not gonna say nothing else. So, you, can say whatever, um, you can say whatever you want. This is a wide open channel, man. After a couple cocktails, it's on, baby. Uh, <laughs> Martini. Come on. Yeah. So. That's hilarious. Boy, what a what a what a ride we're on here. Okay. Astrology, Buddhism, martinis, voiceover, <laughs> extreme exercise. Lemon drops. Yeah. Lemon and drops. I love to go to entertainment. I think I told you I went to see, probably never heard uh I went to the San Francisco Ballet. That was off the oh, chain. I haven't really been cool. to the opera house since I was little because my mother sung in San Francisco Opera Chorus. Wow. And That's she cool. um, would take us as when we were little. And I didn't want to go, but right. the I haven't been there since I was little. I was amazed at the opera house. It's so freaking beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and my cousin is a bartender there, and he was saying... Well, the people that come and do the donations, their donors, they are like $10,000 to the opera house. And he said $10,000 or billion dollars to them is like $5. That is, but it was so beautiful. I loved it so much with the ballet and my goddaughter loved it because that was her first time. Oh, that's cool. And she was really fascinated by it. I thought she would get bored, but she didn't. No, that's great. And then I went to see people Bryson last at the Blue Note. If you ever go to the Blue Note, let me tell you this. Make sure you have a good seat because we were sardines and we were on the side of the stage and could not see. Oh, no. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, tough. I could still hear him and see him a little bit. But, you know, I like the ride because we took Uber there, me and my girlfriend, and we took it back. We had more fun in the car talking <laughs> shit than um, actually there because you couldn't. You couldn't really um, do much if you're sitting like this. It was unreal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You know, I I never I never go out. Like I. I'm you never do. I used to. I used to work in the music business. I was always around music. I like the idea of going to a live show gives me like makes my palms sweat. So you know like, you never been to like um like I'm having a birthday party and. September, you and your wife better come. Okay. At at 19 Broadway in Fairfax. You don't go to Fairfax? Uh, uh I don't go, I don't go to um, bars. 19 like, Broadway is really nice. Is it? Like Where? even on a Sunday is cool. Yeah. And then let me back up. This Sunday we went to Calistoga, me and three of my girlfriends. It's a That's barbecue cool. place called Buster's. I don't eat red meat. I just eat seafood. Mm-hmm. But um, they had some barbecue chicken. I tried the chicken. I was like, no, I it was like. It was like jerk, jerky, mm, beef yeah, jerky. Yeah. So, um, but it was nice. It was okay. really nice to go there and hear the music. Calistoga is a yeah. cool town. Yeah. So cool. you need to go to Fairfax. I don't go basically. anywhere. I mean, I I go, but I don't go to like a bar. I, don't, I like going to live music right now. And this point in my life just to me is an anxiety inducing thing. I, I just got, um, I used to love it. I used to play in bands. I used to I, I totally thrive. Yeah, that in makes sense. But that now I can't, sense. I just like, I can't, I can't make myself do it. <laughs> okay. But so it's, but it's like encouraging to hear how much joy it gives you. You know what I mean? Oh, I love it. I just, I love meeting people. I love sitting at the bar. Not that I'm a bar fly. I'm not sitting there to meet somebody. I like to converse and right. talk. Yeah. And um, I don't go out all that often. I'm not like a every night, but you know, every blue moon, I like to do it. I don't yeah. want to be like, you were just here last night. I'm not trying to be like that. I like to say, oh, yeah, I've been here in so long. I know. So yeah, That's cool. No, but yeah. when you were talking about the opera house, you know, and going to, like, that's the sort of thing I should go see. You yeah. Know I mean? like, that, that my weird tie up, hang up with, like, going places. I need to relax a little and go to some places. Yeah. You should go. go bar, they... Yeah. The opera season is starting in June, so you might want to check it out. Yeah, my mom. But is definitely a big... go to the ballet when you can. Yeah, my mom's a big fan. She loves going to the symphony and to the opera. Yeah, I want to do the symphony next. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she's and she's made sure all of my nieces and nephews have been exposed to it in a big way because we didn't oh. have that growing up. But she, she found it and like has really exposed them, which is kind of cool. That's they, great. They also, yeah, they all seem to like it. So you got a close relationship with your goddaughter. Yes, we do. She just had a little baby. She's 25, and I'm so proud of her. She's um, 
dental assistant in nice. um, Bonaire nice. shopping center. And yeah, yeah. Um, she's doing it. Um, I have to give her credit. She's doing really good. Her daughter's not one yet, but she's gorgeous. Oh, I bet. Um, <laughs> I'm so proud of her. So That's proud cool. of her. Yeah. Uh, now, I have a lot of god daughters as a matter of fact. You do you have more than one? Wow. Yeah. How's that happen? Is it just like your community? That's how you like your No, they just asked me and I'm like, okay. And just or I just say god it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a big family on my mother's side. Not as big on my dad, but I got a huge family. It's huge. So these rel like blood relatives or like yeah. friends? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've yeah. got a cousin who's my godmother who I've not seen probably in 20 plus years. Maybe Do you talk to her? No, we, I mean, we just uh -huh. uh, don't have a close relationship. And uh -huh. my, uh, my godfather was like my dad's best friend. And since my dad died, I've maybe seen him twice. And that was wow. 23 years ago. Yeah. Been a minute. Been a minute. Anyway, it's a, uh, you've got a lot of things going on in your life. You've got a lot of interesting well, shit. Well, I'm fire. I better. Yeah. So, let me get back to this, your career. So radio, that was most of your career was doing radio mm -hmm. before that. In the radio station. I met so many, I met so many artists. I got free tickets, free CDs. I got, yeah. I went, I was backstage. It was like, we're a special K, bring her back here. <laughs> I mean, I met Isaac Hayes, Barry oh, White. On. That's cool. They came I to the station, guys. Dennis Edwards from The Temptations. Oh, um, man. a lot of rock artists I met. Um, it was just a lot. Um, what's her name? Annis Marset. I met. Mm -hmm. um, um, I met. Oh God, it's so many, and I miss that. What um, was Isaac totally Hayes like? That. Huh? Was Isaac Hayes hitting on you? Was he flirting? Oh you? my God, he's a Leo. Um, well, I had a man at the time, so no. But um, it was when he came into the office. I. I was, KBLX was downstairs and I knew they were coming. And I said, well, when you get done, could you come upstairs? And so they um, both came upstairs. Mm -hmm. um, were they together? No, they weren't together. But Isaac Hayes came up because the general manager wanted to meet him. He said, Special K, if you get him up here, I might give you a bonus. I said, uh. I don't need no bonus. So he came out and walked through the whole office and I introduced him. A lot of people there didn't know who he was, right. but I did. So, um, it was incredible. And then I went to see him perform and one of my girlfriends kind of liked him. So we got to go backstage and he used to, it was, it was just fun. It was yeah, really fun. Yeah. He didn't really hit on me. No. Cause I don't, I don't throw it out there to be hit on. Right. So, and then Barry White, he was just, we were downstairs in the lobby. He was waiting for his, um, the cab to come get him. And I said, he had a ponytail. I said, Barry, do not cut your ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> And then I asked him, I said, how did you get it so long? But whatever, I don't need to know. Just don't cut it. Nice. He said, you are crazy. <laughs> so it was, it was, his voice was incredible. And I met oh, Marvin Gaye. Oh, Remember no when way. they used to have the Circle Star Theater in San Carlos? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not from here. I okay, he used to go around back in the day. And I went on stage and sat on his lap. It what? was all good. I had wow. too much fun. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. I mean, what an amazing voice. Oh, I love what him. an amazing talent. I, I grew up in Memphis. and uh, Oh, really? You know, that's Isaac Hayes, you know, Stax Records, all that stuff. I absolutely loved all that stuff as a kid. I mean, I, I had my own little fake radio show before podcasting. Like, I would record myself introducing songs. and then Ooh, wait till I a used song to do that. that. I yeah. used to do that. Yeah. yeah, I'd wait till a song I liked came on the radio, and then I'd hit record. That's what yeah. I did. Yeah, I loved did it. My mom used to have this beautiful Sony um, stereophonic um, tape recorder that had the uh -huh. reels on it. Yeah. So I knew how to use it. And every That's time cool. a song came on, I'd record myself like I was the, DJ. the one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fun to have all those gadgets at the house. Oh, so. yeah. And I, you just get like, a, there's something about when a song comes on what it does to the air and the atmosphere and everything around it. It just becomes, reality becomes something else. Like mm -hmm. it's one thing to have a tune playing in your head, which that can be powerful enough. Right. Uh, uh, but like when when an actual song comes on and it changes everything. Mm -hmm. You ever watch like a movie? Have you ever seen that thing? They'll, they'll take like the soundtrack that you know from a movie and replace it with something else and how weird that feels. 
Like, you know, yeah. Star Wars, if they put some different music on Star Wars, how yeah, different that's that probably would go together. You know, right. it would freak you out. You're like, what? But you could you could take yeah. a scene that, you know, looked real scary, you know, because of the music and put like upbeat music on it. And it suddenly is not scary at like all. Like some symphony music. Yeah. yeah. Or like the Simpsons music or some goofy shit. And it completely just pulls the rug out from underneath the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I, I felt that power real young. Like wow. and there's something else happening here when I'm. And so I, like I had a soul radio show and my lead in song was Percy wow. Sledge singing when a man was a woman. I'll tell you a story real quick. So I, I, that was like my idea. I really wanted to have it. And I did like a whole lead in, you know, I, I, like I did my, the intro to that, to the show. And then I had just enough space to hit record. So I called into this late night show. I was like, Hey, and I was a little boy. I remember I was telling you my voice was real high. The guy thought I was a little girl. And I was like, uh, no, actually I'm anyway. Uh, can you, uh, can you play when a man loves a woman? And he's like, uh, sure, man hangs up and he's like, okay, buy a special request. Uh, when a man loves a woman, and I just as I hit record, I realized it was Michael Bolton. Oh, oh, so wow! I, oh, yeah, I hit he's stop cool real quick. too, though. Yeah, uh, but I mean, not he, but not like Percy. So I called, yeah. I called right back, and it's like late night, all request show. I was like, hey man, uh, hey, I just called. He's like, yeah, I recognize your voice. What's up, man? You know, I was like, can you can you play the Percy Sledge version? Like this is terrible. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, man, I wanted to hear the Percy Sledge, but I don't want to hear this. He's like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, no, no. Wow. So he did. He totally played that song. He went mm-hmm. back on air. He's like, hey, man, some little boy <laughs> wants to hear That's this deep. song. <laughs> play it. Yeah. I love yeah. that song. I mean, it's an outrageous song, but it's good. Yeah. Well, so, all right. That was a long story. But <laughs> you're, you're, you're deep into art and music and people mm-hmm. who do stuff that's like creative entertainment and... i love entertainment it sounds like you like ambitious people too though right yeah like people who are really because like to make a living like that gal venus like she's extremely talented but yes. there's a lot of really talented people out there so to be like to have the confidence that you can turn your talent into a living and to make people happy and like that's some that's super, my goal. That's ambition, right? And that's some yeah. strong ambition. Yeah. So making people you... happy. It's not even about the money. It's just making people happy and what makes me feel good. Yeah. To um I I really um admire that. And I've noticed that, you know, as I've you know gotten older, I my values and appreciation have um have stepped up and um uh, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Like my relationship, I had no idea I was going to be with Corey for this long. And I'm glad I am. That's your man, King? We're kind of growing together. That, that's your man, King, Corey? Yes. Yeah. Man, King, baby. Man, yeah. King, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Aquarius, too. All right. Very compatible. Yeah. Fire and water. What sign is your wife? She Pisces? is a Virgo. Oh, you guys are freaking compatible. Yeah. Damn. Where's the babies at? No, oh, I'm just hell no. That's why we're compatible. We I, I have Virgo Moon. Yeah, that's yeah. good. We we know we could either we could either be married or have children, but not both. So we decided I to heard stay, that. stay together. I'm with you. Twenty we've been together. We just celebrated our thirteenth wedding anniversary, but we've been together oh. for almost twenty three years. Damn. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks, man. Hey, what what were your parents musical people or artistic? My dad people? played the sax. He was in the army and he learned the sax when he was in the army. And when he got out, he did a couple things and he learned the sax, but he never kind of went on and pursued it. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother, opera, plays the piano. That's right. She has an operatic voice, not like a voice like I don't know if you ever heard of Lettucey or uh she doesn't have a voice. Chaka Khan, she's not, yeah, like, yeah. That. not like Natalie that. Cole, she's not. Nancy Wilson, she's not like that. No. She's straight up operatic. Classically yeah. trained type of thing. Yeah. So did did uh, did he ever, what did he end up doing for a living? He post office. He worked at a mailman did for 45 years, I think. Wow. 35 or 45. Did he ever talk about regret around the music? Or did he always have? Uh, no, not really. He, my dad was kind of really... He didn't talk that much, but he talked. He talked to me, but right. he wasn't really a a talker. 
Yeah, not telling you much. Yeah, like he he a storyteller? What are you talking about? He did a storyteller talking. Like, yeah. um, when he'd have a couple of drinks, he'd be on. But um, he kind of stopped drinking. So he got a little bit more quiet, but he still, um, he would talk about, you know, being in the Army. and wow. um, You guys were close. That's about it. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. The, the influence that your people have on you, you know, your mom and your dad, it's no small yeah. thing. You know, no, it's not. That you had a, a, a beautiful singer and a saxophone player, and now you're I love there. the saxophone. Woo! Yeah. Oh, if I could, I almost wanted to try to learn it, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. So I'm I'm learning kungas, percussion. Yeah, you're saying. How's yeah. that going? It's you, not going, but you know? I want to get it going. Because <laughs> I, I stopped, and then I started, and then when I was going to the lessons in the East Bay, I don't like going to the East Bay no more. Hey, and so, nails. huh? They need to be some, redone. They're too well, you long. You got some long ass nails. Can you play kunga with nails like that? Um, no. I have to cut them a little bit, oh, okay. but I can because I know how to do the the beat, the and it's usually on yes. the palm of your hand. Okay, that's cool. So, um, and then the teacher that I was going to, he had a dog, and the dog every time he came would want to smell me, and I'm like, he was like, oh, just let him smell you. He does it to everybody. No, he cannot do it to me. <laughs> ah. I'm like, why is he smelling all over me? It was weird. It was weird. You, you gotta see, I, I'm a dog person. I got a dog that goes with me everywhere. And mm. that, so like the amount of information that you and I get out of our eyes, right? When we're looking at the world, we see a lot of rich, great shit. That's like not as detailed as what they get from their noses. Like if you could just imagine the amount of information that you have coming into your brain from your eyes, coming into your brain from your nose, plus, plus even more, that's the dog's world. So if you imagine yeah. like what they're getting out of seeing you is one thing, but what they get out of smelling you is just like, Shut oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> not I'm not going to him anymore. So. Fair enough. And There's I was no, thinking about no, doing no. it online. What do you think about learning something online? I don't know. That's how I'm learning voiceover. I mean, oh really? Yeah. Are you I mean, doing it online? You're not going to the office? Uh, the I've been to the office twice, and both times were for those those little in the booth. Okay, things. that's the times I went because I don't yeah. I don't know about being there at nine thirty at night in the city. Yeah, I don't like going to the city much at all. Anyway, that's but... what I'm. Thank you for saying that because I want to take a class, but I'm not. I can't do six thirty nine thirty in the city. I can't. Yeah, do I don't it. want to do all that. Yeah, I like the online thing, man. It it works for me. Yeah. I, so I the one you're taking is online tomorrow. Um, yeah. I only he's taking, a good teacher. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Jim's great. Jim's great. I've taken from Jim, um, Edgar, from Pam Lawrence. Edgar's from, Pam's good too. Yeah. yeah They're Dan, all good. Danny Scott, uh, from yeah, I've taken some good classes. I feel like I've learned a lot. Yeah. It's been challenging. You know, it's real it's a very tough thing to do to to put yourself out there, especially those like that voice acting classes. I don't the improv. I can't. I can't do it. I, I so I I feel more comfortable writing it. I would rather write all those lines, you know. But I don't right. really. I can't just get up there and act like this person. Act like you're going yeah. to the store, and you. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and they just put you on the spot. I can't. Right. Mm -mm. But that's the thing that I'm learning about it is it's all acting. If you're doing a commercial. Because you're saying shit that you wouldn't normally say, you know, if you're doing a narration, all of it is in a way, some form of acting. So that's, that's true. The thing that a friend of mine said, who probably, I think she might also be a Buddhist was saying, wherever the pain is, is where the growth is, you know, where if it's uncomfortable, that's where you're growing. You it know? is. It's enriching. Yeah. And those, those damn character classes are super uncomfortable for me. So hopefully I'm growing yeah. like a weed. I'd like to do animation, to tell you the truth. You do it. But it's like most of the animation people are like celebrities. I mean, is there somebody that doesn't? Is not? Well, I, I take that back because there's a couple um, shows I've watched with animation and they're not celebrities. So, And just think of all the backup characters, you know, not the main guy, not True. the main lady. There's all kinds of people they got to interact with and they can't afford to have all stars, you know. Right. Like this um, sitcom called Proud, The Proud Family. I don't know. Um, it's a black um, cartoon or whatever you want to call it. But I'd like to, I'd be interested in being animation for that. So. Yeah, I bet. I bet. 
I'd take really anything. I mean, I'm not real crazy about doing commercials, honestly. You know, like I am trying to be enthusiastic about you know some car or some beer or something. It's like that's some acting. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> to pretend like you give a shit about whether or not people drink Bud Light. <laughs> Come on, that's acting. Exactly. But you know, I'm willing to try it. Cool. Well, before we we've been on, we've been talking for about an hour. Wow. Past. And I'm getting hungry. I hear you. I want you to tell me about your podcast before you go. I don't know what to say because it's not where. Well, okay. Tell us the name. It's Pizzazz with Topaz. I don't have a time frame yet. It's still in the making. Um, I want to talk to a variety of people. A lot of people that I know from the past that I worked with, they're so eager to get on it. And I just want to have fun with it. I really do. Like maybe 30 minutes, start with 30 minutes, but 30 minutes will go by fast for me. So it goes by real quick. It goes yeah, by. Yeah. So an hour maybe I could do. So, well, I think, um, I mean, you certainly have like, you're a storyteller. You're a natural, like, I don't know, just a natural character. And the thing that you bring to it is curiosity and experience. Those are a good combo, I think. And if you can find a, somebody to partner up with that has like the technical skills, you know, use your connections. How, how would I find on Fiverr or? You could do Fiverr or just, I mean, dig through your network of people. I bet, I mean, do you use the, the voice one thing, the Discord thing? Yeah, I started just like this week. I, I, I don't mess with it, but but I feel. I'm I think, glad you said that because it's kind of like, what? When I was trying to. Um, yeah. Get in. It was like you're not complete because we can't verify. Right, it was right. A lot. But there, I get the sense that that's where people go to kind of. It's like functioning as like the commons in a school. You know, like the common area at a school where you would otherwise go see your friends and talk to people and meet new people that go to your school. That's what this thing is. It's like a little. That's community. what I think because we had that at San Francisco State. I'm like, yeah. I don't know about this. Well, it's it's becoming more and more the norm and if you really because this is the first time i've heard of it yeah uh, because you and i are not we ain't no spring chickens man Uh, i'm a spring chicken in my own world yeah i'm in my own world i'll give you that i don't know if i'm a spring chicken but i got that youthful spirit i'm not no old woman right that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying you're old i'm just saying i got vintage yeah (laughs) (laughs) i believe that i believe that I'm just saying we're not as hip on the new technological developments as like yeah. some people. I mean, I am on some of it, but I'm not trying to break right. my neck to learn some of the Snapchat. and. Right. But what I'm saying is you might be able to leverage that this technology to meet someone who is in that world. Right. And that you can combine with with your experience and your personality and their technical know-how and make yeah. your thing a reality. Yeah, but I know sometimes I could be kind of moody, so I don't know. We'll see. Everybody's moody. Come yeah. on, you're talking to the, the king of shitty moods. I wish I knew what your rising or your moon was. I, d- I don't, but my neighbor does. We just met her for the first time, and she is, like, deep into astrology. You'd love to talk to her. She's oh, like, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> takes all these, like, archetypal astrology. Takes all these, I never like, heard of that one. Yeah, uh, Jungian, like, dream interpretation classes, and she's wow. really, she's deep. She's really deep, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Topaz... How can people find your show? They got to go to Numospec Media. Yeah, Numospec Media.com. Any UMO. Or they could go to YouTube and see what I've done in the past. Type in Pizzazz with a button. How do you spell it? P I Z Z A Z Z. Or either type in Numospec and you can go see Pizzazz with Topaz. All right. Well, um, I'll send people there and try to get you some some traffic and uh, keep doing it. Find somebody who will help you and get that thing rolling. You know, I promise. It's a. Uh, I mean, I hope you had fun. I've had a really good time. It was cool. <laughs> cool. I'm a little exhausted now. I'm so. with you. Well, let's hit stop on the recording and then we'll. Okay. Shaker, while he made up your mind to 
Hey friends, did you like that episode? I sure did. If you're enjoying this program, you can support it by giving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you have the opportunity to do so. You can also send us a note at rbwpod.com forward slash contact. We'd love to hear from you with any questions, concerns, requests, story ideas, recipes, bogus fortunes, or apolitical rants. As always, if you got a story to share, we want to hear it. So wishing you and yours the very best of everything and less than average amounts of bullshit. Until next time, loving you. Forsake her